pray to God. Go with me to 3 John 2 if you like. I'm just going to preach this from my spirit. Hallelujah. We are speaking today on prosperity. Amen. Has anybody had a lull in their finances? Anyone feel like they're in transition? They were crossing over to the other side of the Jordan. Amen. I know I do. Amen. These principles in the word will never fail, but it's a good to hear it again, again, and again till it's in our spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. His word never fails. 3 John 2 is the quintessential verse for the New Testament church. Amen. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, that's you. Once you become born again and receive Christ in your heart. You know, if you, haven't, if you can't remember a time you received Jesus, let's just do that and settle it right now. Amen. <laughs> Everybody say this after me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I believe you died for me and rose again. And I believe that you come into my heart and into my life today more than ever. I give you my life. I give you my heart from this day forward. I want to serve you better. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you say that prayer, you could die today and know you're going to heaven. Amen? That's shouting time. That's good news. Amen? That's the greatest gift God gave to man was his son. Amen? Glory to God. To redeem him from death. You don't have to be afraid of death no more. Amen? He conquered the grave and gave you the keys of hell and death. Amen? You're going to reign with him forever if you said that. Amen? So glory to God. We celebrate you today in Jesus' name. And if those of you who want to make a recommitment to him, Lord, just say this, Lord, I want to serve you better. I've wandered away, but I come back today in a new measure. Use me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, isn't he rich? Glory to God. Can't beat starting a service with salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says the moment you're born again, the joy of the Lord is now yours and comes right into your heart. Amen. That the love of God is now shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost and the fruit of the Spirit is now in your recreated man. Joy, peace, long-suffering, faithfulness, all these things are now in you. Amen. The moment you're born again. So you'll never be without joy as long as you're here on the earth. And if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't steal your eternity. Amen. So keep your joy. Resurrected, amen. Rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Stir up the joy and the gift that's in you, amen. Glory to God. It's in you forever, amen. It shall not perish. It's eternal. It's good news, amen. So 3 John 2 says this, Beloved, he's speaking to you, who has made Jesus the Lord of their life. Beloved in the family of God. This is God's wish for you and me today. I wish, he says, above all things that you may prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers and your soul prospers through the hearing of the word your spirit prospers through the hearing of the word your flesh prospers through the hearing of the word it's the only substance on earth that touches all three parts of man spirit soul and body amen the more you're in the word the more you become alive amen in every area of life and the more you prosper his word is medicine to your flesh and literally prosperity to your life. So 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health. His number one wish for his body, his children, is prosperity and healing. Glory to God. 
So we can't exhaust these two subjects. Amen? And he's given us formulas. He's given us spiritual laws to attain all, the, all of these things through his word. Amen? Genesis 8.22, this is one of our foundational verses here. But it's the law of seed time and harvest. Genesis 8.22 says, As long as the earth remains, so shall seed, time, and harvest. So we plant seeds. We're called to be sowers of seeds, sowers of the word into our own hearts, and sowers of all the word tells us to do. Amen? And then there's time, a time that it, it roots and grows and, and grows up. And that time is attached to patience. We have to have patience in that time period. So then there's the harvest. Amen? Amen. And at harvest time, we put in the sickle and we reap our harvest. Amen? Amen? But as long as the earth remains, so shall seed time and harvest. There's always seed time and harvest. You can't separate the two. If you've sown seeds, raise your hand if you've sown financial seeds. Amen? We're all sowers of seeds. Amen? And as long as the earth remains, so shall seed time, the planting stage, and the harvest time. Amen? Say, I'm due my harvest. I'm a sower of seed. And I reap my harvest today. I expect, by the end of this service, money to come my way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me to 2 Corinthians 8, will you? 2 Corinthians 8. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, God is faithful. God is faithful. Hallelujah. So there's kingdom ways to prosperity. Amen. There's kingdom concepts and spiritual laws that shall not fail. And the biggest one is seed time and harvest. Again, you can't, uh, you can't separate seed time and harvest. You can't separate sowing and reaping. You can't separate giving and receiving. They're linked together. When you give, God's full intent is to give back to you. Amen? When you sow, you shall reap. When you give, you shall receive. Amen? When you sow seed, you shall reap a harvest. It's promised to you through the word of God. Amen? And the Bible says in Jeremiah, he hastens his word to perform it. Amen? It says in 2 Corinthians 8, and this is for Facebook all over the world, amen? Moreover, brethren, Jesus instructed us as the body of Christ to preach the gospel to the poor, amen? The good news to the poor. This is part of the good news, 2 Corinthians here. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the church of Macedonia. Then in a great trial, say great trial. How many of you have had great trials? <laughs> Hallelujah. Get ready for the breakthrough, amen? That in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. If you study that out, that literally means they gave themselves out of poverty into liberality and into generosity. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their own ability, they were freely willing. Say freely willing. Freely. Isaiah says you have to be willing and obedient to eat the good of the land. Amen? They were freely willing, imploring us that with much urgency that we should receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And not only as we had hoped, 
but they first gave themselves. Say gave themselves to the Lord. So you first have to present yourself as a seed back to Him. Amen? Your whole life is a seed. Amen? You were born from a seed. You came from a seed. Amen? Your whole life is now a seed that's to be planted in the earth. There's so much harvest already in you, but it first needs to be planted. Amen? Your gifts need to be planted. Your dreams need to be planted. Yourself needs to first be planted. Amen? And all that's within you, a seed. Amen? Needs to be planted in fertile ground and soil for it to grow and flourish. Amen? For you to reap your harvest. So they first gave of themselves. I think they understood they were seeds themselves. Just like Jesus, the ultimate seed. Amen? And not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. So we urge Titus that as he has begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. This grace, there's a specific grace here he's talking about. That he would also complete this grace in you as well. I call it the sowing grace or the giving grace, amen? There's a grace for giving, amen? Say, I have the grace for giving. I have the grace for giving. But as you abound in everything, say everything. everything. Say, I abound in everything. I abound in everything. In faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence. So he's saying, as you abound in all these things, in faith, in speech, and in knowledge, and in all diligence, and in your love for us, see to it that you abound in this grace also. He's urging us, the church, see that you abound in the grace of giving also. Put action to your faith now. Amen? Amen. Verse 8, I speak not by commandment, but I am testing the sincerity of your love by the diligence of others. Verse 9, the gospel. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that same giving grace, that though he was rich, Yet for your sake, save my sake, he became poor, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. Say rich. Say I'm rich. Through his poverty, I was made rich. Glory to God. And verse 10 says, and in this I give advice. It is to your advantage not only to be doing what you began and were desiring to do a year ago, but now you also must complete the doing of it. Meaning back up your faith now with action. Amen? You must complete the desire of your heart. This giving grace. Amen? He's preaching to us. Amen? I'm not excluded. Glory to God. What's in our heart, what we're purposing to give, He's urging us to do it because it's to your advantage that you do this. That as there was a readiness to desire it, so there also may be a completion out of what you have. Not out of what you don't have, but out of what you have. You give what you do have where he says to give it, and he multiplies it. Amen? It's out of what you do have, not of what you don't have. Amen? He'll supply the lack. He'll supply the what you don't have when you're faithful to give him what you do have. Amen? Hallelujah. So now put action to your faith, he's urging us. And skip a page right there to 2 Corinthians 9, 6. My favorite verse, amen. But this I say, this is Paul the Apostle to us again. 
he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. This is spiritual law, folks. If you sow your trash, expect to get trash back. If you sow change to God, expect change to come back. If you sow sparingly, you shall also reap sparingly. Meaning you won't have enough to meet your needs. It's just spiritual law, amen? Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> it's spiritual law and fact, amen? This is truth. If we sow sparingly, we'll also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully, say bountifully, will also reap bountifully. Say, I'm here to reap bountifully today. In Jesus' name. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able, say God is able, to make all grace. So you start off in this giving grace, and now all grace abounds toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have in abundance, not lack, but in abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. God wants us so rich, way more than we do. Amen? This is his desire, is to bless us, but it comes through sowing first. It comes through the principles he's outlined in his word. Amen? You have to be a doer of the word for it to prosper you in return. You have to be obedient. Again, those who are willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen? you got to be a doer of the word for it to prosper you. Amen? It's not enough just to hear this message. You have to put it to work. You have to do it. Amen? For it to work. Now may he who supplies seed, again, as long as the earth remains, so shall seed time and harvest. He's talking about Jesus here. He who supplies seed to the sower. Say, I'm a sower. Which means if you're a sower, if God's impressed you and you have the revelation that I'm here on earth to live, to give, you're a bona fide sower. Amen? And God will always provide seed to you because He knows you're a sower now. Seed will always come into your possession. You'll always have seed. Amen? Say, I'm not broke. I have a seed. The seed cancels your need. It's through, this, it's through this law. It's through this kingdom, how the whole kingdom functions in Mark 4, which we'll read, that prosperity works and functions. Amen. You enter into it through seed. Seed cancels your need. Amen. Not six jobs. Seed cancels your need. Amen. People are looking everywhere. The pressure's been on me this week as well. I've been, you know, and you're tempted in the flesh to look places. I gotta go here. I gotta go. I gotta get this job. I gotta get another job. Money coming. <laughs> Amen. But the seed meets my need. Amen. This is the first thing I do when I'm tempted to go out. I go in. I restrain myself through self-control and go to Him first. I go to the Word and see what it says. What is? What have you ordained to meet my need? And He says, seed over and over again. 
the seed shall meet your need. Amen? Don't give up on the seed. It's producing on your behalf. Amen? It's producing your harvest right now as we speak. Amen? Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food. So if you're a sower, you'll always have seed to meet your needs. And in the meantime, during that period of time and harvest, he ministers bread to meet your needs. He satisfies your wants. He gives you your needs. He gives you all you need. Amen? He gives you the food that you need in your house. He gives bread to the sower to sustain him while the seed's growing up and producing. And bread for food shall supply and multiply your seed you have. So he's the multiplier of the seed we've sown. Again, we cannot give Jesus. Remember the loaves and the fishes? That little boy gave him his lunch. And Jesus multiplied it and gave that little boy back 12 baskets full of loaves and fishes. He's always a multiplier of seed. We give him little, he turns it into much and gives us back even more. It's principle. Amen? It can't be shaken. As long as the earth remains, it shall be in effect. So don't give up in your seed. Amen? Don't give up on your harvest. Have faith in the seed. The seed works. Have more faith in this law of seed time and harvest than you do in your job. Your job's not your source. God's your source. But again, he's given us an outline, truths to work it. Spiritual laws that can't be broken. Have faith in the seed. Amen? That I live from what I give now. It has to become a new mindset, a new revelation. I'm here to give. I live from what I give. Amen? Amen. Are you all with me? <laughs> he will supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase, say increase, the fruits of your righteousness. Verse 11. While, so this is an ongoing process, while you are being enriched in everything. Say in everything. Say in everything, I am enriched. Now, in Jesus' name. God's not looking to take stuff. He's looking for obedience to bless us with stuff. Hallelujah. It's through obedience. In everything for all liberality. There's that word liberality again. All freedom. All generosity to give. Which causes thanksgiving through us to God. So the more we increase, the more we praise and give Him thanks. Amen? And the more we praise and give Him thanks, the more we increase. Thanks is a form of giving, amen? And we can't outgive God. The more we give Him thanks, the more we have reason to give Him thanks. Amen? Hallelujah! As long as the earth remains, so shall seed time and harvest. Amen? Is everyone getting something from this? Amen? I get fired up about this, amen? I enjoy putting my faith and backing it through works through this area of giving. Because it's how prosperity functions in the kingdom. Amen? It doesn't function through receiving and then giving. It functions through sowing, then reaping. You sow what little you do have so he can increase it and give you much. It always works that way. He's bigger than us. Amen? He thinks bigger. He is bigger. He has more than us. Amen? We give him little, he multiplies it back. Amen? Luke 6.38, does everyone know that? That's words in red. Jesus. He says, give and it shall be given back to you. There again, seed time and harvest. You can't separate giving from receiving. 
He says, give and it shall. That word definitely will be given back unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men and women give back into your laps. For with the measure that you use, again, if you give sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. But if you give bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. He says, with the measure you use, it shall be measured back to you from God himself. That's a promise, amen? Say, harvest, come to me now. I intend to reap from every seed I've ever sown and will sow in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're in lack, the seed was designed to cancel it. Amen. Go with me to Galatians 6. Galatians, Ephesians. Galatians 6. Hallelujah. Galatians 6, 7 says this, Do not be deceived by the circumstances, by what things look like, by what things feel like. Don't be deceived by these things. God is not mocked or made fun of. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Again, if you sow trash, you'll reap trash. If you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. If you sow a car, you'll reap a car. If you sow a house, you'll reap a house. If you sow money, you'll reap money. If you give time, you'll receive time. If you give love, you'll receive love. If you sow helps, you'll receive help in time of need. Amen? This is the kingdom. This is how we work as the body of Christ. This is how we function now, is through giving and receiving. We give and we receive so there is no lack. We're always in abundance, amen, for every good work. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to his spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Cyclical, ongoing, life in full, Jesus said. And verse 9, and here's the verse the Lord had me meditate on this morning. Let us, say us, the body of Christ, amen, sowers who live to give. Let us not grow weary, say weary, while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap. In due season, God promises us we shall reap our harvest. If, circle if, we do not lose heart and quit. If we don't give up, the promise is guaranteed. If we don't quit, the promise comes our way. In due season, we shall reap if we don't quit and lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, say all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Let us keep doing good to all, amen? Especially to those who are of the household of faith. Mark 4.26 If you're not a doer of the word, it won't work for you. If you're just a hearer, it won't work for you. You have to put action to your faith. You have to become a doer of the word. You have to plant seed to reap. No seed, no harvest. Amen? Those who haven't sown will never reap. 
There's spiritual law in motion always that govern everything in life. You have to be a sower of seed, and sowing becomes lifestyle to the sower. I'm always looking for opportunities to give. Every morning, where can I give? Who can I help today? Where can I sow? And if I don't have the money to give the money, I offer myself first. I say, who can I help today? Show me someone to help, and God always brings someone my way to help. Because as long as the earth remains, so shall seed time and harvest. I was born to bless others. I was born to be a blessing. You were born to be a blessing. No matter what kind of pressure the devil puts on you, you need to know yourself, that you're a seed, and you can always plant yourself. Amen. Amen. This is how the kingdom functions, is through helps, is through working and helping others. Amen. Through constantly giving of ourselves, we constantly receive from him. We can't outgive him. Amen. Mark 4.26 says this, and he said, Jesus said, if you understand this parable, you'll understand how the kingdom works. And he says, the kingdom of God is if a man should scatter seed. If you understand this, that all of life is dictated, all you have now is dictated through this law of sowing and reaping, you'll understand how every area works. Everything comes through seed. Amen. You have today what you said yesterday. You have today what you sowed years before. The harvest you're reaping now is what it's, it came from the seeds you planted, whether they were words, actions, or monetary seeds. Amen. The kingdom of God, this kingdom in which we live in, our citizenship in heaven, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow he himself does not know how so you don't need to figure out how god's going to bring you the harvest you don't you don't need to go look into every man oh he's going to bring it through this person to this person no man will fail you but he never does amen you look to him you look to his word because he'll surprise you every time amen i'm always expecting for my harvest to come but the way he brings it to me is always unexpected. Amen. He takes pleasure in surprising you. He takes great pleasure in surprises. Amen. He's famous for unexpected acts. If you've sown seed, you're due a harvest. If you have sown seed, call in your harvest with us today. He should sleep by night and rise by day. Don't worry about it. Have faith in the seed. Trust the system. Amen. Trust His Word. I'm a sower of seed. I live from what I give. My harvest is coming. I don't care what the circumstances dictate. It's on its way to me today. And the seed should sprout and grow. He Himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, meaning the seed wars on your behalf to cancel lack to cancel your needs. Faith in the seed always works. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head. After that, the full grain in the head. It's progressive. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Verse 30 said this, Then he said, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we envision it or picture it? 
It is like a mustard seed, seed again, which when it is sown on the ground is smaller than all the seeds on earth. But when it is sown, like that woman with her two mites, but when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. It wipes out, the seed wipes out your needs and also now meets the needs of others so others can run under your canopy. So that others can run under the church. You know the Mormon church are all tithers. You can't be a member if you're not a tither. 10%. That's the key to membership. You have to tithe. But whenever someone loses a job in the Mormon church, the church covers that person. Because they have meat in their storehouse. How much more the body of Christ, amen? Who are living by faith. Who are living by the word of God. Who are doing these principles. How much more meat should be in his house for him to disperse, amen? It's because, I I think it's because we haven't grasped this this parable yet, the modern day church, that everything comes through what we give. We can't outgive him, amen? He multiplies the seed we sow. He's in the miracle business, folks. When When it leaves our fleshly hand, it touches his spiritual hand and gets multiplied supernaturally. Say miracles in my finances today. Increase today. In Jesus' name. I'm supposed to be building your faith, amen? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The seed cancels your need and provides for the needs of others. Hallelujah. Time for the modern day church to wake up. Amen. The whole kingdom, the whole church, the whole body of Christ on the earth moves through seed time and harvest. Go with me to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. We need to be established in this. Have faith in your seed. Amen. Never let an offering go by without sowing something. And develop faith in the seed. Never let an offering go by where you just drop money into it. Develop faith in your seed before you release it and plant it. Amen? Put faith in the seed because the seed works. Amen? Hallelujah. Blessed is the man. We're established in this. Established in his kingdom. Established in the principle of seed time and harvest. Sowing and reaping. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law or his word, he meditates day and night. Meditate came from the Bible. Amen. It came from the Hebrews. Meditate means not to empty your mind, but to fill your mind with what God has already said. If you empty your mind, the devil will accommodate you. (laughs) He'll lead you to do crazy stuff. Try emptying your mind long enough. Try sitting in the lotus position and empty your mind long enough saying, um, and the devil will come in and fill your thought life. If you have an unfilled mind, the devil will accommodate it. 
You need to fill your mind with the word, he says here. Amen? Meditate literally means to fill your mind with God's laws. Fill your mind with the word of God. Amen? <laughs> Glory to God. You're not to be absent-minded. You're to be focused and fixed on the law. Meditating in his word day and night. Amen? Produces victory and success, Joshua 1.8 says. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. God's people should always be focused on something. When people look at us, they should not see an air of confusion. That's New Age. Confusion runs rampant in New Age. You need to be focused, amen? God's people should be extremely focused with the spirit of excellence. Always focused on Him who is excellent. Always knowing where you're going. Always knowing what you're doing. Never absent-minded. Completely girded up the loins of your mind with the helmet of salvation. Focused, amen? Filled with the Word of God. He shall be like a tree. This is what's promised to this man who delights in the Word and meditates on it day and night. He, this person, shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. Say in its season. That sounds to me like seed time and harvest. You sow the word long enough, it will reap. You will reap it. Amen? You will reap what it says. He shall be like a tree planted. Say planted. Or established. That means unmovable by the wind and the waves and the storm of life. Amen? That means established, planted, deep roots in the word of God. By the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. There's a due season. Amen? Say due season. season. Never stop sowing. Because your due season's ahead. Amen? Amen. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatever, say whatever, he does shall prosper. Whatever you put your hand to shall prosper. So get with the Lord and ask him, Lord, what shall I put my hand to today? And it shall prosper. Amen. The Bible guarantees you prosperity. You're a blessing agent. Amen. You're a blesser on this earth. Amen. You're so filled with life. It's ridiculous. There's so much goodness in you. Glory to God. You just got to take time to see it. Amen. His word will show you who you are and what's in you. What's been deposited in you. Amen. Never stop sowing. Never stop reaping. And whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind just blows away. Therefore the ungodly, the unfaithful, shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Hosea 4.6 says, Even my people now perish for lack of knowledge. It doesn't say my people perish because of the devil. The devil's been stripped of all his authority and power. Amen? Amen. It says in Hosea 4.6, My people, the body of Christ, the Jews, perish for lack of knowledge. If you're being destroyed in your finances, it's due to a lack of knowledge. If you're being destroyed in your health, it's due to a lack of knowledge. If you're being destroyed in your marriage and in your relationships and in your business, and in every walk of your life, it's due to a lack of knowledge, not due to the devil. It's due to a lack of knowledge. 
That's why Proverbs urges us, the richest, wisest man who lived, King Solomon, get wisdom. Get understanding. In all you're getting, make this the principal thing. Get this first. Above all else, seek wisdom. Seek knowledge. Seek understanding. For out of it proceed the issues of life. Solomon asked for wisdom before wealth. Wealth is always a byproduct of wisdom. We don't go after wealth. We go after wisdom and wealth comes with it. Amen. We don't go after success. We go after his word which produces the success. Then you'll never be shaken. You're firmly planted and established in the word of God. Streams may change, but your source remains the same. When you go into business and open your new business, you know that God is my source, not man. You're established first in the foundation, the wisdom, and the principle of God. And it cannot be shaken. You've built your house on a firm foundation and rock. You have not built your prosperity upon your business. You have not built your prosperity on the work of your hands. You've built your prosperity on the wisdom of God. And it cannot fail. Which means you always go back to it, your foundation, and build upon the foundation. You don't look to your business because you, your business wasn't built. Uh, you weren't built on your business. You were built on the Word. You don't look to your job to pay you more. You look to the Word because this is how your foundation was built. Amen? The answer for poverty, the answer for lack, is always the Gospel of Christ. He said, preach this gospel to the poor. That it'll break lack, it'll break chains, it'll break addictions. It'll break every lack you have in your life. The Word of God. I was addicted to alcohol once and didn't even know it. The God of this age had blinded my eyes from it. But the Word of God ripped it off of me. Haven't touched alcohol since 2013. Don't even have a desire. When I smell wine, it's like rubbing alcohol. And I used to do wine pairings and tastings all of my life through culinary school and everything. The Lord just totally removed it because I decided to meditate in the Word of God. Every chain's broken through His Word. Amen? Every lack, every symptom of lack is broken through the Word. Hallelujah. Say, I live in abundance. There is no lack. Signs and wonders come forth through the preaching of the Word. Your lack's taken care of today through the Word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. It's shouting time in the house of God. Amen. Give Him some praises. Lord, we thank You for manifesting Yourself today through Your Word. We thank You, Lord, that all lack is dissipated and broken in the name of Jesus. I take authority over that spirit of poverty on anyone in the body of Christ and outside of it who's listening to this message. Right now, in all of its symptoms of lack, we bind you and break you in the name of Jesus. Harvest cometh to us now in Jesus' name. Say, the wealth of the sinner is laid up and transferred to me now. In Jesus' name. <laughs> there is a great wealth transfer coming to pass. 
And it's going to be given to the sowers in the body of Christ. Those who have proven themselves faithful have given what little they have. God has proven Himself. God has proven them faithful. He said, it's time now for the harvest. It's time to give you more. So God, because they can trust you with sowing. You're not going to spend it all on yourself. You're going to spend it on proclaiming and preaching the gospel. Amen? Harvest is coming. Amen? It is due season for the house of God. Jeremiah 17.5, and we'll end here. Jeremiah 17.5. Oh, Lord, bless us. So many times we run ahead in the flesh and try to do it ourselves and make up for our own mistakes. No, they're all covered by grace. They're all covered by your blood. They're all covered in Jesus' name. Every mistake is canceled. You work all things together for good for those who love you and hold your word and purpose firm. All financial mistakes are released today in Jesus' name. Abundance comes to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I got the preaching. Glory to God. God wants this done on your behalf today. Reach out that arm of faith and take it. Amen. Stop trying to reach out with the arm of the flesh. The flesh profits nothing. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Get in the word of God and do what it says. Amen. And in due season, you shall reap. Hallelujah. Sorry, Jeremiah 17.5. Jeremiah 17.5. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man. Is your trust more in your employer or more in God? Who is your source? Your business or God? Your job or God? <laughs> job got its name. It just took its name from God. God didn't take his name from Job. Amen? <laughs> job is just no G out of J. It all came from God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, I have the best job because I serve the best God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Cursed is the man who trusts in man. Stop trusting in man. And makes flesh his strength or his own arm his strength whose heart departs from the Lord. For this person shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes his way, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. Verse 7. Blessed. Say blessed. blessed. That word literally means empowered to prosper. Yeah. Is the man or woman who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he or she shall be like a tree. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when lack tries to come or will not fear when the waves and the wind of the storm come or will not fear when the circumstances of life come or when the heat comes but its leaf will be green and it will not be anxious in the year 
of drought. Say, I'm anxious for nothing. Lord, I'll wait on your timing with patience in Jesus' name and in perfect peace whose minds are fixed on him. <laughs> you will not be anxious in the year of drought. Genesis says, Isaac sowed in the land of famine or drought and reaped a hundredfold the same year. In the land of famine, in the same year of famine, he reaped a hundredfold. The only one in the land. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. No man can take my prosperity. No devil in hell can take who I am. Say, I am prosperity. I am a prosperity agent on this earth. I'm always looking to do good. Because everything I have is already within me. In Jesus' name. Amen. You will not be anxious in the year of famine or drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. If you keep sowing, the Bible promises you in due season you will reap. Do not grow weary in doing good. I'm Elisha Vananzi and I approve this message. Hallelujah. Did everybody get something from this today? Glory to God. As we receive our offering today,